Welcome to The Lifeline, a production of Simply DJE Incorporated. The goal of this podcast is to build, inspire, and to empower our audience by speaking life and adding value to their day. We invite you to follow us on Facebook and TikTok, to like us on Instagram and Twitter, and to subscribe to us on YouTube. Now, let's tune in for today's episode. Top of the day, everyone. I trust that you are well, and thank you for joining us for this episode of The Lifeline. I'm your host, Barry J. Elliott, also known as BJE. The purpose of The Lifeline is to speak life, to add value to your day, and to tackle real-life issues with a practical yet a spiritual approach. You can visit us at www.simplybje.com and on social media via Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. So let's talk. For the entire month of May, we have been discussing mental health in lieu of May being Mental Health Awareness Month. And so today, I want to offer you 12 strategies or begin offering you 12 strategies for maintaining and protecting your mental health. They are prayer, meditation, boundary setting, self-awareness, support system, accountability, community, health care, environment, exercise, eating habits, and entertainment. These 12 strategies fit into three different categories. Prayer, meditation, boundaries, and self-awareness fit into the category of self-centering. Support system, accountability, community, and healthcare fit into the category of social mechanisms. And then environment, exercise, eating habits, and entertainment fit into the category of strategic defense mechanisms. Today, we just want to focus, however, on the first category, self-centering. The four self-centering strategies are for establishing or maintaining a foundation of best practices for maintaining spiritual, emotional, and mental well-being. The first strategy, prayer, is the act of engaging, conversing with, and or listening to the God of the universe. Prayer humbles us because it reminds us that there is one who is greater than any of us and he alone is sovereign or in control. And then prayer gives us the opportunity to unload. To unload our guilt by asking for forgiveness so that we do not have to be consumed by guilt, regret, or shame. Then to unload our burdens by giving us the opportunity to share our worries, our fears, and our concerns. And then it gives us the opportunity to unload our need for control because you know a lot of us are control freaks. And so as we engage in prayer, we can unload our need to be in control by asking God what his will is and then listening for strategies to execute and then obey his will. My friends, we were not designed to carry, nor do we have the capacity to carry, the weight of life on our own. And so prayer helps us to remember that, and it helps us to rely on the only one with the capacity to carry it all. The second strategy is meditation. There are a number of definitions for meditation. To keep it simple, however, meditation is an intentional effort to clear your mind, allowing it to rest by focusing on something wholesome like God, the Bible, or nature. The object of meditation is focus, peace, and rest. In the same way that your body needs rest, your mind needs rest. So meditation gives us the opportunity to disconnect from everything and everybody that places a demand or an expectation on us. And so when you think of meditation, it does not have to be long and drawn out. Meditation can be as brief as 5 to 10 minutes or as long as 60 minutes. The length of time is not the most important thing. The most important thing is that you give your mind an opportunity to be refreshed. 
So the first two strategies, of course, are prayer and meditation. The third strategy is boundary setting. You have to know your limitations as it relates to your abilities. You can't do everything. Neither are you gifted to do everything. You have to know your limitations as it relates to your time. You cannot be everywhere, do everything, or help everybody all the time. You are just one person. And so do not allow people to guilt you into being something or doing something that is not innate to who you are. And then you have to know the limitations of your body and your mind. Acknowledging your fatigue does not make you lazy. It makes you human. You are not a robot and no is not a cuss word. You have to be deliberate about setting boundaries. Operating without boundaries or limitations can lead to a shutdown, a meltdown, or breakdown. Setting boundaries is not selfish. It's for your good and it's also for the good of those around you. So our first three strategies again are prayer, meditation, boundary setting. Our fourth and final strategy for this category is self-awareness. When you are self-aware, it makes strategy number three easy because it helps you to set boundaries. Now, there are a number of clinical or psychological definitions for self-awareness. I'll let you Google those. I'll leave that to you. But in the interest of simplicity, here are a few basic components of self-awareness. It begins by learning what makes you tick aside from what other people think. And this will help you to answer several questions about yourself, such as, who are you? What makes you happy? What hurts you? What gives you strength? Or what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? What type of connections, relationships, and situations do you thrive in? And which ones sap your energy? And then you have to learn what value you add to the world and to others. And then you have to learn to appreciate all of you, the best of you and the worst of you, while not allowing or being complacent and failing to grow, evolve, and improve. My friend, your mental health is indeed a big deal and you have to be vested in your mental health before anyone else can and so i encourage you to be intentional about prayer meditation boundary setting and self-awareness doing so will change and even enhance your life as we close today and before i pray i want to offer you two passages of scripture and these can become two of your mantras for your own self-awareness or for your own journey to mental wellness, but they can also be used as points of meditation. The first one is an Old Testament scripture found in Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3 and 4, and it says, You will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you, because he trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for in the Lord is everlasting strength. My friend, you were not created to be your own power source. And so you need to be connected to the one who is the source. And not only is he your source of power, but he is your source of sanity. And the second scripture I want to offer you is found in the New Testament. And that's in the third epistle of John, chapter 1, verse 2. And it says, Beloved, I pray that you would prosper, prosper rather in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. God's desire for you is to be healthy body, soul, or mind, and spirit. And so I want to challenge you to take your mental health serious, to take your mental wealth, your mental health, and your mental well-being seriously by engaging in prayer, meditation, boundary setting, and self-awareness. Let's pray. 
Father, I thank you. I thank you for your goodness. I thank you for your mercy. I thank you for your kindness. I thank you for your love. I thank you for your relentless commitment not to give up on humanity. And despite all of our flaws, despite all of our failures, despite all of our shortcomings, you are committed to love us. And so, Father, I want to pause just to say thank you for your love. Thank you for your extravagant love for human beings. And then, Father, I ask you to forgive us for anything that we have said, thought, or done that has been offensive to you. And we ask you, even as David prayed in the book of Psalm, that you would create in us a clean heart and renew in us a right spirit. And Father, I pray that you would help us to love us, not in an idolatrous way, but help us to love ourselves as the image of God. Because when you created us, you took great time, great effort, and great care in forming us. And so, Father, help us to appreciate what you have created by being better stewards over it. Help us to be people of prayer. Teach us how to consult you about all things, about life, about our decisions. And then, Father, help us to meditate. The busyness and the hurriness of life often forces us or we allow ourselves to be forced into a position where we don't know how to be still. But Father, help us to create strategies and to develop strategies that would help us to engage in moments of stillness so that we can meditate and refocus and reset and refresh our minds. And then Father, help us to, re to set a healthy boundaries regarding our relationships, regarding our time, regarding our lives, regarding our commitments, and even our abilities. Help us to be true to the image that you had in mind when created us. Help us not to be anything other than who you have designed us to be according to your will, even if it conflicts what we think we should be. And then, Father, help us to be self-aware. You made us, as I said, in your image and your likeness, and help us to govern our lives with that mindset. And, Father, if there's anything about us that we are unaware of. We ask you that you would show us who we are and who you've created us to be. We love you. We bless you and we adore you. Thank you for being concerned about all of us. We honor you and we praise you in Jesus name. Amen. Well, my friend, thank you for joining us for this episode of The Lifeline. And don't forget to check us out at www.simplybje.com and on our social media sites. God bless you. Have an incredible day on purpose. And remember, your mental health matters because your mental health is a big deal. Thank you for tuning into The Lifeline podcast. And it is our hope that we added life and value to your day. God bless. Hey.